I want you to close your eyes, unless you're driving, of course. Just close your eyes, and I want you to imagine with me. Imagine that you're 90 years old. You're sitting in your recliner, and you're just thinking about all the years of your life. And you ask yourself these questions. Did I do anything significant? Did my life really matter? What did I live for? Did I fulfill the Lord, what the Lord wanted me to do? Why was it important that I lived my life? Just imagine yourself sitting in the recliner at 90 years old, asking yourself these questions. You know, the Lord isn't going to force you to find your calling or your God-given vision for your life. He just won't do it. He's not, he's not going to twist your arm or stand over you glaring at you until you make a move, just, just waiting for you to fulfill His will. He's, he's just not going to do it. But there's some sort of drive within me. There's something in me that's driven for a cause. I'm driven to see the, the will of the Lord accomplished in the hearts of people. But in the final years of my life, am I going to look back on my life and, and, and say that it was well lived? A life that, uh, that responded to that cause, a life that fulfilled the will of God? Hopefully this session will give you some, some insight on how to find your God-given vision. And so I encourage you, stay tuned all the way to the end. And, uh, and I'll share with you some really practical tips that I, that I think is going to help you today. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and this is Church Leader Made Simple. And I would love for you to join me every week as we explore leadership topics that will help you get the clarity needed to move your church or organization forward. Just hit the subscribe button and the bell to get, to get notified as soon as I post a new session. And without any further delay, let's get to it. I want you to think about this. The decisions you're making right now are actually the answers to those questions that, you're, that, that you'll answer at the end of your life. And I really don't want you to be in a situation where you're, you're sitting in the recliner questioning yourself on your effectiveness. You see, you were created by a purposeful God. You were created by a God that, that saw lots of purpose for your life. In Psalms 139 verse 14, David wrote, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that, that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my substance. God created you with the divine vision for your life. Even in your mother's womb, God knew you. And He knew what He wanted for your life to be like. So if He's really such a purposeful God, what's His vision for your life? That's the big question that so many people are wrestling with today. And, and you may be wrestling with it as well. What's his vision for your life? But most people just 
move through life hoping that that they'll sort of figure that out in time and and they don't they don't know what the plan is they just keep waking up day after day doing what they see to do let me say this i'm so glad that you're at least waking up every day and doing what you see to do there's a lot of success even in that but if you find yourself there in life don't stop there there's so much more you can live your life on purpose you can live a uh, for a god-given vision for your life the wisest man on earth said in in proverbs 29:18 where there is no vision the people perish and so if you don't tap into that vision you may not literally perish, but emotionally, it can take the wind out of your sails. And if, and if you don't have that God-given vision to pursue in your life, sometimes life just doesn't seem as sweet. And here's a bigger problem. When you don't have that God-given vision, you probably won't have the same sort of energy to do life that you could have if you would really tap in to your vision for life the way that it's possible. But with vision, you have energy and you have motivation and you have endurance and you, you just have enjoyment in life. John 10.10 sort of sums it up. I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. What does the Lord uniquely design you to do? In July of 1950, evangelist G.A. Mangan and his wife, Vesta, pulled into Alexandria, Louisiana. And they began leading a group of about 40 people at, at what was then called the First Pentecostal Church of Alexandria. G.A. Mangan had a, he had a clear vision. He wasn't just dedicated to the cause, but he was sold out to prayer and fasting. And, and his life vision was simply to reach the people of Alexandria. And within six short years, the church had, had multiplied beyond what was ever expected to an attendance of, of well over 280 people. And through the 60s and the 70s, the church had astronomical change and growth. But there was still one purpose and one drive and one message. And then in the 80s, Anthony Mangan, who is now POA's bishop, was just as focused he had the drive and, and he had the passion to continue that vision. And fast forward to today, the church has a membership role of thousands of people and has made a life-changing impact on many, many thousands more around the world. I had the tremendous privilege of, of working around Bishop G.A. at POA in his last few years of life. And I can still remember years ago, passing him in the hallway and, and I would pass him usually coming from the prayer room and he would often give me his famous words. He'd tell me, don't look to the left and don't look to the right. And this was his way of saying, don't get distracted with the things around you. Just keep stepping forward to accomplish the vision that the Lord has called you to do. God has a vision for your life. And when you discover that vision, I promise it'll make all the difference. Just imagine what you could accomplish with a God-given vision for your life. So now that I've convinced you that you need this vision, you know me, 
I like to get practical. And so what's some things that you can do to, be, to uh, begin to bring clarity to that vision in your life? One of the easiest and fastest ways to, to start to get clarity on this in our modern days of computers is through assessments. Assessments that dig into your personality and gives you a, sort of a clearer understanding of how God designed you. But not everyone will have that opportunity uh, to an assessment because of finances or other reasons. And, and so I'm going to tell you a few things that are a bit more organic. And so get out something that you can take notes on. You'll probably uh, want to spend some time journaling some of the things that I'm going to ask of you. The first thing is, let's talk about calling or motivation. The Lord has placed something within you that's unique. It drives you. It motivates you. It's a calling within you. It's what, it's what gets you up every day. And so I want you to start with a few questions surrounding your motivation. What drives you? What, what feels rewarding to you? What keeps you up at night because you're, you're thinking about this one subject? What do you need in your life in order to be happy and fulfilled? And it's interesting how, how many people don't key into those natural motivations within them. But those motivations are there for a reason. The unique circumstances in your life, your, your DNA, your childhood of origin, and, and many other factors shape this within you. The Lord allowed these things to shape this within you. So start with your motivation or your calling. Then number two is giftings or strengths. Romans 12, 6 says, Having then gifts deferring according to the grace that is given to us. Deferring in this scripture means different and excellent. We all have unique gifts that are needed for the kingdom of God. And there's a lot of depth that we can go into to, to understanding those gifts, um, but we'll, we'll keep it simple today. And I'm looking at gifts as the strength that God has given you for the purpose of serving others. And when we're talking about strengths and, and weaknesses, assessments definitely help in this situation as well. Um, most people sort of know what, what these things are deep within themselves, but, but sometimes it, it can be quite difficult to bring it to the surface of a person's mind. And so here's a few questions that, that may help you. In regards to weaknesses, what do you wish that you could give up? What drains you and, and just leaves you kind of feeling empty? We all do these things, uh, we all have to do things that we don't enjoy for the sake of our jobs, but, but these are the things that you, that you want to try to move away from as much as possible. Are you introverted or are you extroverted or are you ambiverted? An ambivert is, is a mixture of introverted and extroverted qualities. How's your social stamina? Are you able to be with people for long periods of time without getting burned out? Do you have a high volume of ideas? Are you a, a visionary type person? There's lots of questions that we could ask, but think about this. What parts of your work do you enjoy the most and do the best at? Where do you excel? What sorts of activities uh, make you the happiest? What, what types of tasks would you 
would you secretly enjoy doing that you've never even had the chance to do in your church or your organization? If you were to ask those closest to you, this is a, this is a good question, if you were to ask those closest to you what they think you do best, what would they say? And hopefully as you wrestle with some of these questions, it'll sort of naturally bring to the surface your strengths and your weaknesses. We don't want to put a lot of focus on, on weaknesses. We want to focus on them enough to kind of get them out of the ditch. And we don't want to drive people crazy with our weaknesses, but we really want to pour our time and our energy and our growth into those, those strengths in our life, those things that we naturally do well. So number one is motivation. Number two is strengths and weaknesses. And then finally, number three, your personal history. What have you gone through in life? What hardships have you faced? What education do you have? What jobs have you had? What, what has the Lord equipped you for as you journeyed through life? There's probably a reason that you've gone through a lot of these things. And so, and so let me wrap this up in a bow. Your calling in life is your motivation. It's the purpose or the reason that you exist. It's the light in your light in your life. And your gifting is your strengths. It's the lens through which that purpose is projected into the world. And then your history is the training ground, so to speak, that has equipped you to best use your gifts and fulfill your calling. Now let's circle back to vision now. Your vision for life comes when your calling and your gifting and your history all come together. Those three things are going to point to something. It's sort of the, the sweet spot in life. It's how your calling and your gifting is manifested into the world. It's, it's the projected image of what's to come. And let me just say this. Vision should only be considered through the lens of prayer and fasting. That's very important. But the more you pay attention to the calling of God and the gifts that He's given you and the history that He's allowed you to walk through, the better you're going to be able to align to a God-given vision that's true to you. One final exercise to, to get you started. Um, ask yourself this question based on your calling, your giftings, and your history. In a perfect world, what do I want my life and my ministry to look like in the next three to five years? Write it in detail, and I encourage you, write it in present tense, like, like you've been transported in time to, that, to three to five years from now. What does it look like? Answer that question, and it's going to get you on the right path for creating that God-given vision. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value from this session, I would greatly appreciate you hitting the like button or writing a review and also sharing this content on your favorite social media sites. It just helps me extend my reach. Hope you have a great day. God bless you.